This portion of our program is brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln, right off of 146. Delicious food and drink, always a nice crowd. You can either eat in the lounge area, there's normally a game on and a nice group of people there, or you could sit out in the dining room. Don't forget the nice weather, they have the deck open. The Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln, delicious food and drinks awaiting for you. I'll see you at the Lodge. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Now, the scandal regarding Sabina Matos, the lieutenant governor. Well, it gets even worse because now we even have, and I had mentioned this, but we have a second person with the campaign that also was collecting it. So as much as you have this Holly Hey, Ashley, obnoxious individual, these Providence signatures, well, they were gathered by someone by the name of Shauna Gallagher. So now you have two members of the campaign. So what are the odds that two separate members of a campaign would also be involved with the fraudulent signatures? Something else that's happening is the fact that the lieutenant governor, uh, Matto still refuses to do any type. She's she's basically been hiding, and and this is embarrassing. This is Governor uh, McGreed, Governor McKee, and him being asked about the situation with the signatures. The uh, mess that your lieutenant governor finds yourself in at this point with we're her campaign. Answer this question once, and we're going to move on to another topic. Yeah. So uh, as far as. Um the issues that are surrounding the, uh, the Board of Elections right now, Secretary of State, there's a process going on, and uh, I expect that they're fully capable of, of uh, getting to the bottom of, of the details that uh, are important to get to the bottom. Do you still have full confidence in her as Lieutenant Governor? Yes. Governor yeah, it's, it's McKee Matos, and it's a criminal investigation. What an absolute disgrace these people are. I don't know what now. Now this Shauna Gallagher, contacted by phone, she hung up after asked her about the Matos campaign. You know, the, the, there's no way that this is. I I don't believe there's no way it's an accident. Let's get both of them under oath. Let's get both of them under oath. And I also applaud this Gabe Ammo, who um, he's also running, and he's coming out swinging. In talking about it, Lieutenant Governor Matto should not be getting a free pass in any of this. This is disgraceful. This is two of her workers. She can't claim. She can't claim that it was just, uh, you know, that was just one rogue individual who was paid. No, it's more than just one individual. It's two members of your campaign that are involved in this. What an absolute disgrace! These people, there's just absolutely no, they just think that they're, you know, this is like an example to me. They, they just think they're smarter than everybody. There's no other way to explain it. And for Governor McKee, how about the, the staff person for Governor McKee afterwards? And Governor McKee, he's trying to like, he's just going about his business and nothing to see here and no big deal. And, oh, you know, I haven't really talked. What do you mean you haven't talked to her? It's the McKee Matos administration and her campaign for Congress. Right now, it's under criminal investigation. Criminal investigation. Yeah, you know, I haven't really talked to her. What do you mean you haven't talked to her? You know, his words were so scripted there. Yeah, it's the Board of Elections. And no, it's not. It's the Attorney General and it's the state police. And, you know... And then even this Route 37, it's it's all the usual suspects. Where they they had a uh, a press briefing this morning, and who's right there? Sabatoni of the laborers. Quality of life for all Rhode Islanders. More convenient travel in a modern infrastructure system. They're destroying the quality of life in the state. Impact for the business community. Mr. DUI. This goon. Um, No. It is uh, for Governor McKee to say that I, I don't I don't believe him. Um, it, it's been known that he kind of micromanages her office 
and this this whole business that somehow you know they were under the gun and he isn't sure what happened yeah you know come to think of it i haven't really seen her yeah the state police are once again in the attorney general are investigating the mckee matos administration crime family and and what's worse is it's it's her campaign for congress she should not be there she shouldn't be lieutenant governor so i i think also you know he's all this is embarrassing the two of them folks you're listening to the john DePietro show make sure to find the john DePietro show facebook page and you can watch all the action on the scene live stream follow it all real time live stream just follow john DePietro show right there on the facebook page at med urgent care walk-in urgent care center all your medical needs they're open seven days a week doctors and nurses two locations 1524 atwood avenue in johnson that's right in the atwood medical center 5750 post road east greenwich right across from felicia's again they're open seven days a week at med urgent care when you need urgent care without the wait now when i've been in that situation and i needed urgent care that's where i went if you want to go to emergency room and have a long wait well you're free to do that otherwise do what i did go to at med urgent care whether it's work related maybe someone's not feeling well someone needs stitches whatever it may be at med urgent care comprehensive outpatient urgent care facility there's two locations one near you johnson right in the atwood medical center and also 5750 post road east greenwich that's right across from felicia's when you need and i need urgent care you want at med urgent care again two locations 1524 atwood avenue and johnson in the atwood medical center and 5750 post road east greenwich seven days a week doctors and nurses at med urgent care you're listening to the john DePietro show it's am 1380 99.9 fm Folks, you can always listen online at our website, depetro.com. So I think the development with this uh, individual, the real estate mogul, Stefan Soloviev, him coming in and doing the tour of McCoy with uh, Mayor Grabian. Um, I want to hear. This is the Channel 12 piece on Thanks this for joining us. I'm Fish. story. And I'm Sarah Grinelli. The stadium, which is set to be torn down for <clears> a new high school, getting a last-minute bid for a revitalization. But how realistic is this plan? 12 News reporter Matt Paddock joins us live now from Pawtucket with the details. Matt. Well, Pawtucket city officials and the man who wants to buy McCoy Stadium touring it just after 11 o'clock this morning. As we've reported, a new high school is set to be built at this location. But if I can use a baseball analogy here for just a moment, it almost feels like that high school plan still being supported by Mayor Donald Grebian has a big lead in the bottom of the ninth. But as Red Sox fans know all too well, anything can happen. I'm dead serious. Talking the talk and walking the walk. That's how Stefan Soloviev explains the way he does business. I'm more optimistic than before I went in there. I'll tell you that for sure. You know, We'll see what happens. Obviously, it's up to the people of Rhode Island at the end of the day. But uh, on my end, I think I can take care of it. McCoy Stadium, a place that has the hearts of so many. Decades of history and memories for the state of Rhode Island. The former home of the Paw Sox. Something Soloviev believes could once again happen under the bright lights of Pawtucket. You know, my my first choice would be a uh, single-A Red Sox affiliate. I think it'd do great if it has some affiliation with the Red Sox. And if right. not, an independent team, I think would still do well here. Soloviev yes. offering the appraised value plus a million dollars for the stadium, saying he believes it would cost much less than $100 million to bring the stadium back to life. I have to figure out the schools. I can't walk away. I won't walk away from that. But Pawtucket Mayor Donald Grebian saying not so fast. In the perfect world, if I could do both as the mayor, I'd love to do both, right? But I'm always going to put the education first back in november of 2022 it was voted to be torn down to make way for a new high school grebian making it very clear that's still the plan right now that's off the table we're not moving right it's and respectfully they're going to come back and put a plan so we're trying to figure out how we do that so when they put in their official proposal uh we'll we'll see how we gather th- uh work through that And coming up tonight, new at five, we hear from a McCoy, the name behind the stadium. Reporting live in Pawtucket, Matt Paddock, 12 News. Listen, I, I think there's still a way you have to look at this thing. <clears throat> hey, this guy's willing to step up. 
I don't know how you don't play this out. You can just find another place to have this high school that they want. It's ridiculous. How much is this because the, the laborers and it's already a done deal with that? Or what, why are they then so intent on shooting this down? The, the stadium is still in existence. I want to hear where then you also have the, um, the family of the person McCoy, what the stadium was named after. This is also in the, I like Matt Paddock, Channel 12. At McCoy Stadium. Yeah, why not? You already got it there. Hi, my name's Kate McCoy. I have a story to tell. My family has a story to tell, and wow. we'd love to share it with you. Baseball has always been considered America's pastime. And since 1942, the bright lights, the crack of the ball off the bat, and the classic peanuts and cracker jacks had been bringing Rhode Islanders to Pawtucket. It would be a tra tragedy to lose it. I grew up at the stadium. My uncle would take me here all the time growing up. We have to try to save it. While she never knew him, Kate's great uncle Thomas P. McCoy's name is as recognizable as ever. You come here and you like travel back in time slightly. It's coming here with my little mitt for thinking I would catch a baseball. McCoy donning a home of history and magical memories alike in the city of Pawtucket. He was always a hero to me. But in 2020, the former home to the Paw Sox would be no more. And in just two short years, a vote to demolish it and put a new high school in its place. On the uh, ballot, I didn't see that it said anything about demolishing McCoy Stadium, but that there was an education bond. I don't believe that any of us have really been outspoken because everything has just seemed to move very quickly. But then, a possible miracle for McCoy. I'm dead serious. Stefan Soloviev making a last-ditch effort Good. to purchase McCoy Stadium and bring baseball back to Pawtucket. Mayor Donald Grebian making it very clear today, though, for now, the plan moves forward with building a new high school. In the perfect world, if I could do both as the mayor, I'd love to do both, right? But I'm always going to put the education first. Well, you can do both. And while it's still a long shot that McCoy Stadium will stay, Mayor Grebian says once he receives an official proposal, they will go from there. Reporting live in Pawtucket, Matt Paddock, 12 News. Hey, play this out. This guy is serious. Uh, he's already put up serious money for URI. I say play it out. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. AJ, drywall, plaster, home improvement. Call them today for a free quote. You can also find them on Facebook, 401-323-9252. 323-9252. AJ, drywall, plasters, home improvement, frame to finish basements. What a difference it'll make in your basement. Acoustic ceilings. Look how beautiful your ceiling could be. New homes, additions. Also, commercial rehabs, painting, remodeling, contact them today. It's a family-run business. AJ Drywall, Plaster Home Improvements. Call for a free quote. What a difference they'll make in your home, your ceilings, floors, basements. 401-323-9252. What a difference. Beautiful walls and ceilings. 401 Three two three ninety two fifty two. You can also find them on Facebook. It's AJ Drywall Plaster and Home Improvements for your home or business. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM thirteen eighty ninety nine point nine FM. You can always listen online at our website depietro.com. So the state police, they're now joining the probe. So you have Lieutenant Governor Cena Sabina Matos. Her campaign is under criminal investigation by the Rhode Island State Police and by the Rhode Island Attorney General's Office on at least one campaign worker who had worked for Governor McKee. Now, Brian Crandall of NBC10 has also done a good job. Let's pick this up as well. This is the Channel 10 story. We first reported yesterday that the Attorney General is taking the lead as more communities refer suspected fake signatures on nomination papers to law enforcement. The I-Team also first reported today that East Providence is now part of that list where potentially phony signatures include those of city council members. Yep. Good evening, everyone. I'm Tamara Sakarzik. And I'm Barbara Morris. The I-Team's Brian Crandall is live with the latest developments in the scandal that has been unfolding all week. Hey there, Brian. Oh, Barbara and Tammy, East Providence election officials rejected all the signatures on two nomination forms submitted to them and have now joined Jamestown and Newport in calling for police to investigate suspicious signatures turned in on behalf of Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos in her race for Congress. 
Everything's wrong. East Providence City Council President Robert Rodericks takes a look at what is supposedly his signature. Not spelled right, number one. Roderick says he did sign a nomination form for Sabina Matos. I have a legitimate signature for her somewhere, <laughs> but that's not it. I'm not going to stand for it. It's not, not my signature. He's not alone. His name was among all five city council members listed on the same nomination form for Matos. Councilwoman Anna Souza tells me she did not sign any Matos form at all, though her name appears here. It's not even close to my signature. Councilman Frank Rigo, like Roderick, says he did sign a Matos form, but not the one that was submitted. I know it's not the lieutenant governor who met on many occasions. I think it's just an overzealous campaign worker, I hope. It's, it doesn't look good, and especially with my years on the Board of Elections, it's something that I'm not happy with. An election official who validated nomination forms in another city told me the Matos forms were sloppy and expected a campaign like hers to be more organized, though didn't find a higher rate of rejected signatures than other campaigns. Matos has not yet spoken publicly about the controversy. We went to her lieutenant governor's office at the statehouse today and was told she was not there and no answer at home. Her campaign issued another statement this morning saying it gave signature collectors clear instructions and anyone who violated them will be held accountable. But that, quote, any insinuation that our campaign in any way encouraged this is simply false and contradictory to the facts. They also say they're confident they have the required signatures to be on the ballot. Now, that form with the apparently fake city councilor signatures in East Providence was not submitted by the same woman, Holly McLaren, who apparently submitted the suspicious forms in Jamestown and Newport. But McLaren did turn in others in East Providence, including one in which all 12 signatures were rejected. We still have not heard back from her. The State Board of Elections is meeting, including on the Matos matter, tomorrow. I'm Brian Crandall, NBC 10 News. Now, that's very significant, and I actually want to just replay that with what Brian just said. Because I, I think this is the, like the bigger story um, of this whole they matter. They also say they're confident they have the required signatures. Okay, that's to be the Matos people, this part. Now, that form with the apparently fake city councilor signatures in East Providence was not submitted by the same woman, Holly McLaren, who apparently submitted the suspicious forms in James out in Newport. But McLaren did turn in others in East Providence, including one in which all 12 signatures were rejected. We so. That, that was not handed in by her. So what does that tell us? This tells us there's, there's a second person involved here. Now, there's another interesting part of this, and that is that, from what I understand, the husband of the lieutenant governor, he was also out on the campaign trail and part of the mix of collecting signatures. But the fact that how does how does Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos and her campaign, how do they deny it if more than one person on her, her campaign, and this is a different person, more than one person on the campaign are handing in fake signatures? Now, now you have a full blown. I mean, then how it's not it's not, I don't believe it's it's feasible that two different people would make the decision that they're going to hand in fraudulent signatures. I believe what we're going to find is that it was uh, within the campaign, and that pre presents a larger problem. I think that's the biggest story of this whole pieces of the puzzle, is that it was yet a, now another person with the campaign. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. Get your driveway paved. J. Perry Paving. Letter J, J. Perry Paving, high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, over 25 years experience, specialized commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating. Call for a free estimate today, 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. Hey, learn about the benefits of asphalt paving, whether it's a brand new paving project or a cracked driveway. It's affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing, Asphalt can be recycled, reused. J. Perry Paving, a licensed and insured contracting company committed to meeting your needs. No matter how big, how small, contact them today for a free quote, 401-732-1730. What a difference it makes for your driveway, for your business, parking lot. J, letter J, J. Perry Paving, 401-732-1730 online at jperrypaving.com and look for them on Facebook.
You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. Now, you're going to see some things in the news about these homeless encampments. And the Providence Journal has a story. There's a pregnant woman at the homeless encampment. I mean, that is sad. She's hoping she can find housing so that she can get custody of her daughter again. She said it's a major problem trying to stay clean and sober because the homeless encampment is filled with illicit drug users. This is insanity that they're allowing these people. They also complained, well, there's so much trash because they don't put out trash cans for us to pick up. These are people, they don't want any responsibility. They want everyone to just take care of them. These are adults. Uh, they're all English speaking. They're all Americans. I think they're all Rhode Islanders. What, why don't you see th th this is ridiculous. Like they don't even have the wherewithal. Why don't you go out and purchase a trash can? But this business that the media is taking that somehow, how can we evict these homeless encampments and there's nowhere for them to go? That, that's not the way our society works. They're not contributing anything to society. It's what we've thought. This is, and it, listen, don't get me wrong. It is sad and tragic that these people are serious drug users. And that's why you find all the needles. And, and that's how they're even living that way. And that's their priority in living that way. But you're not helping them by then just allowing them to camp outside or giving them free rooms to stay in. So they need serious help. They need drug rehabilitation, but it's not going to get any easier. When you have government now, government is going to allow more people to use illicit drugs. But it's supposed to be, you know, hey, I'm an adult and I have the freedom. I should have the freedom to do that. And you can't tell me I can't use those things. And like, where are we going with this? If that's going to be then the attitude of I want to use drugs, but I want you to also take care of me. Um, we're just not built that way. So these people with the homeless encampments, it, 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 it can't be allowed to go on. We can't have people just camping out wherever. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. Remember to log on to DePietro.com. We have original stories, original videos, also links to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, plus you can get some great merchandise in the shop. Log on, dipetro.com. Falcon Pest Services, when you have a pest problem, give them a call. Serving Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass, 401-739-1322. Falcon Pest Services, residential or commercial, whether it is for maybe you have some kind of a termite problem, bed bugs, ants, roaches. Listen, a mice problem. Mice can be problematic. Rats, mosquitoes, many other pests. Falcon Pest Services, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. All different types of programs, multifamily housing, condos, apartments, single-family homes, restaurants, office buildings, highly trained, experienced pest control technicians. Maybe it's once a year. Maybe it's a one-time treatment, monthly service, quarterly, or year-round protection. You can depend falcon pest services call them today for a free quote 401-739-1322 get your yard sprayed get rid of those mosquitoes falcon pest services call today 401-739-1322 falcon pest services you can also find them on facebook remember to follow the john DePietro show on youtube it's John DePietro Show on YouTube. Subscribe, which means you get notified whenever we post new videos. You find original content, video you can't find anywhere else. Subscribe today. It's free. It's the YouTube channel of the John DePietro Show. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. Well, there is a new concept bank your vote and joining us right now we've spoken to him in the past tommy pigeot republican national committee rapid response tommy take us through this new initiative of bank your vote well it's really a two-part initiative the first is that we want people to go to bankyourvote.com to pledge to bank their vote early whether that's voting absentee voting in person early depending on the rules in your state it depends on how they can vote early but go to bankyourvote.com pledge to vote early 
And then once you sign up, you'll get state-specific updates about how they can vote early and also how you can sign up the second part of this initiative to protect your vote because we want people to sign up to bank, bank their vote early, but then also sign up to become a poll watcher, a poll observer to make sure we're also protecting your vote as well. Now, take us through a little bit some of the thoughts behind this type of initiative. Well, the big thing is that we've seen success in 2022, one from our Protect Your Vote infrastructure, which is really unprecedented, fighting lawsuits across the country, mobilizing thousands of volunteers across the country to make sure that we protect your vote. Uh, But we also saw success in areas like California in terms of getting Republicans to vote early. And really the thought behind this is, why would you wait until the fourth quarter of any game to start scoring points when you can put points on the board the entire time? That's really the thought behind this. So it's building on the success we saw in places like California and Florida, North Carolina, where Republicans voted early and supercharging those efforts to make sure that Republicans across the country are voting early. And what happens when we do that, when we bank those votes early, we won get those points on the board. But two, it allows us to mobilize Republicans in really specific ways to reach out to voters who haven't voted early, to reach out to voters who might be on the fence. And it lets us mobilize people who have banked their vote to then go out and protect your vote. So that's really the thought process behind this program. Folks, again, it's Tommy Pigeot, Rapid Response, Republican National Committee. Tommy, can you also just touch on um, some of the the things that that people need to be aware of, such as early person voting, absentee balloting, and also ballot harvesting where it's legal? Well, basically, those are the different ways that you can vote early. And a lot of states have different rules when it comes to ballot harvesting, when it comes to requesting or not needing to request an absentee ballot, how many days they're they're open early. And it honestly gets really complicated. So part of why Bank Your Vote and going to bankyourvote.com is really important is because the educating voters on what the rules are in Rhode Island and other states is part of that program. You're going to get state-specific updates about where and how you can vote early. And that's incredibly important in making sure that we all have a plan to vote. Uh, and then the second part of that is the RNC strategy for getting out that pre-election day vote is going to be changing across the country. And that's one of the great things I think is so exciting about this. It's going to be tailored to every single specific state. It's going to We're going to make sure that where ballot harvesting is legal, that we're not fighting behind with one hand tied behind our back. We're going to beat the Democrats at their own game. We're going to make them so scared of our ground game, they're going to be running scared in 2024. You know, I also just want to mention, you know, this this is a little bit of a difference. A lot of people um, that haven't had full faith in the system, they have said, no, I want to wait until Election Day to go and cast my vote. So I think what's really important about this initiative, Tommy, is the more involvement early and the more people that get involved, the, the more the seemingly to be more confidence so people won't be hesitant to, to vote early and not wait till Election Day. Well, I think that's exactly right. And think of what happened in Maricopa County in Arizona in 2022. There was a disaster on Election Day where Katie Hobbs, the Democrat, uh, was not able to run an effective election. And basically there were machines that were shut down or were not able to work for, for several hours. And, and so there were these long lines. And you can't, that's part of the reason why banking your vote early is important, so that you get it into the system, that you make sure that it gets counted. And that's also why once you go to bankyourvote.com, you can sign up, like I mentioned, to protect your vote. So it's about getting that vote in, banking it in early, but then also making sure that there are people, there are there are volunteers that are going to have confidence in this election. And I also just want to mention, we're still fighting bad laws in the courts. That doesn't end. We're not going to stop fighting right. Democrat attempts in the courts. But this is just making sure that where the rules in the game are set, we're playing by the rules and we're beating the Democrats at their own game. Folks, again, he is Tommy Pigeot, a rapid response Republican National Committee. It's Bank Your Vote. Tommy, great job as always, and we'll talk to you again. Right, thanks for having me on. Propane Plus. Call them today, Heating and Cooling in Rhode Island, 401-885-4209 in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359 for Propane Plus. Three generations you can always depend on Propane Plus for all your heating and cooling. Call them today, 401-885-4209. Three generations, they're available 24-7 for service and delivery, and they're going to serve you for a very long time. They have a great user-friendly website. You just log on at propaneplus.com, and then you type in your zip code, residential, commercial, propane plus, heating and cooling, always there for you. 
Give them a call today in Rhode Island, 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. The Johnson family, three generations, heating and cooling. You can always depend on Propane Plus. Make sure to find the John DePietro Show Facebook page, and you can watch all the action on the scene live stream. Follow it all, real-time live stream just follow john DePietro's show right there on the facebook page it's my health 1099 menden road in cumberland diagonally across from davenport restaurant stop in and see marie that historic white church shop local inside all quality products vitamins herbal remedies trusted companies they understand quality integrity it's my health it's all about your health local products i say Honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum. You know, they carry over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce plus box herbs and teas, hemp and CBD products, and much more natural skincare products. Stop it and see Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. It's all about health for you, for your family. There's vitamins for children, all different types of teas, all different types of spices. Boy, what a difference it'll make. Shop local. Stop it and see the queen of health. It's Marie. And it's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. Right in that historic white church. It's all about health. It's all about your health. And it's my health. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM can always listen online at the website, dipetro.com. This story is fascinating. Police searching home in Vegas. Long dormant murder case. Tupac. Tupac Shakur. Let's pick up. This is the GMA piece on it. This morning, new developments in one of the biggest cold cases in modern pop culture history. Las Vegas police executing a search warrant at a home in connection to the murder of legendary rapper Tupac Shakur in the nearby city of Henderson, just miles away from where the 25-year-old was gunned down during a drive-by shooting in 1996. This new video showing armored SWAT vehicles in the neighborhood Monday night just after 10 p.m. Another security camera nearby capturing this audio. You can hear officers giving orders. Investigators searching for computers, laptops, and articles about Tupac and his death. The evidence now being presented to a Las Vegas grand jury. Many of us thought that this case was just a cold case and would just now become a folklore. And so the fact that this search warrant was issued is game-changing. Shakur's murder had all the markings of a gang-style hit. Tupac was shot multiple times while sitting idle in the passenger seat at a red light near the Las Vegas Strip. Suge Knight, CEO of his record label, Death Row Records, was sitting in the driver's seat. Knight, who is currently serving a 28-year prison sentence for a fatal hit-and-run in 2015, refusing to share any details on the shooting with police. If you knew who killed Tupac, would you tell the police? Absolutely not. I don't get paid to solve homicides. Now, after nearly 30 years, investigators gaining momentum after the debut of 2019's scripted crime series Unsolved and a book published the following year by Dwayne Davis, known as Keefe D, who claimed in BET's documentary series Death Row Chronicles that he was in the car with the shooter. He said the shots came from the back. Who shot Tupac? The keeper for the coldest reason. It just came from the backseat. Police have not charged Davis or anyone else allegedly connected to the shooting. And once my life is gone, it's gone. Can't nobody give it back to me. One of the most influential rappers of all time, Tupac, leaving behind a legacy that included five number one albums and more than 75 million records sold worldwide. 
Now, sources tell ABC News that this investigation could take months. Investigators have long believed that the actual gunman is likely already dead, which means this investigation is focusing on who else was in that car. Robin, we're talking about a possible accomplice. Mm. Now, folks, it's my understanding that a lot of times with that, that is, I think that's a really interesting story. It's garnered a lot of attention. It's amazing how it remains a cold case. But a lot of times you have somebody that gets jammed up on something. They get in trouble, and this is their last card to play. Now, it it, it, it sounds, for, for them to do the search warrant the way they did, even a grand jury, remember there's no statute of limitations on the charge of murder. Um. It sounds like they have something of substance, but many times there's a member of law enforcement that told me when they get a criminal and they, the criminal knows that they're in trouble and they know they have the criminal cold, they go to them and they get word to them and through their defense attorney, and it's very simple. Tell me something I don't know, meaning you give up something. You, you know someone who committed a crime and either give that to us. If you give that to us and it pans out, then, you know, we'll encourage them to go light with the sentencing. So this is it. Put up a shut-up time. Sometimes they still go away to prison and then change their mind. But a lot of times, um, that's exactly how it's phrased. So it sounds like there could be someone who got in trouble, and then they've always had this information about someone that was involved with the murder. I think it's interesting they think that the person that committed it uh, could be dead. And so now it's just someone who may have been an accomplice. So, but it also, I think it's one of those things that hangs out there in, uh, in law enforcement, certainly in Las Vegas, don't like that this remains just a cold case. Folks, you're listening to The John DePietro Show. This portion of The John DePietro Show, it's brought to you by Lawn Doctor, your best lawn ever guaranteed. And I can tell you, with my own experience what a fantastic job they did and have done with my lawn the easiest thing to do is log on to their website it's lawndoctor.com lawndoctor.com put in your zip code your best lawn ever guaranteed it's lawn doctor of rhode island you can call them 401-392-1025 but log on to their website lawndoctor.com You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, dePietro.com. So, State Senator Josh Miller, he was in court. And I want to play for you. This is outside of court, excuse me. We are, hey, Miller, this is the state senator that keyed the vehicle uh, simply because it had a, um, a, you know, a Biden sucks type of sticker. So this is Senator Miller now uh, outside the courthouse. And this is him, you know, trying to put a spin on things. And he's just basically trying to say he thinks he considers it over and he takes full responsibility. So I want to play. This is um, this is. Senator Miller, here we go. My actions in this matter, and I'm disappointed by. Oh, hold on, here we go. I'm truly sorry for my actions in this matter, and I'm disappointed by in my behavior and lack of judgment. In a blink of an eye, I exhibited a lack of self-control that has impacted my reputation. For that, I only have myself to blame, as I am solely responsible for what led to today's court proceedings. To my constituents, supporters, and Senate colleagues, I apologize for my actions. Most importantly, to those directly impacted by my contact, conduct, 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 I offer my sincere apologies. All I can ask is that I be judged on how I have comported myself throughout my life as a husband, father, business owner, employer, and public servant. Thank you. What is your message to the owner of the car? I take full responsibility. No apology to police. You lie to police repeatedly. That was dealt with in the court. Not really. Senator, explain why, why you did it. What, what happened next? Explain I take full responsibility. Was this out of character for you? No, not yes. at all. 
What if nobody can? Would you have admitted all this? If Never. Can? Never. I take full responsibility. He doesn't take any responsibility. What about the gun nuts? Who are these people that are stalking you? No comment on that. What do you mean, no comment? What's next for you? We're Talk already to going my to constituents that. constituents and my colleagues. You anticipate staying in the legislature? I, after I talk to my constituent, my colleagues, I'll be certain of that. Have you spoken to Are the you? Senate President about anything regarding your leadership role, anything like that? I've talked to him constantly, nothing about that directly. No intention to step down from any role? Not at this point. Senator, what about the additional charge? When you went to the police station that night, did you continue yeah, kept lying. to insist that you had not done it? Correct. I took full responsibility you didn't then. Take and any now. responsibility. And Senator, people just want to understand why. Is there anything you can say to that? Why you do this and why you initially uh, lie about it? I have no response to that. How do you plan to talk to your constituents? No. No. How do you plan to? He's done it before. It's the first time he got caught. As I always have, in person, through email, on the phone. You've never keyed a vehicle before. No. No one believes that. So is it kind of like going to be like a series of town halls then, or are... yet to be seen? Do you still support the body cams? No comment. What do you mean no comment? Thank you. What did, what, what, what did the body cams do wrong, folks? That is uh, State Senator Josh Miller outside of court. Now I also want to play uh, the city solicitor Chris Malay. He also uh, had some comments for everyone. Uh, afterwards, of which he should, right? I mean, that was successful. They nailed him. Here is uh, here's Chris. Uh, anybody else by the city of Cranston? Um, he is a 69-year-old individual who's never been in trouble. He's being treated no better or no different than we would treat any other uh, individual arrested by the Cranston police. Uh, there's zero politics involved in this. There's zero favoritism. Um, I think that the victims have been made whole. They're happy with that. And I think that the city of Cranston and Mr. Miller can move on uh, from this incident. Hey, Miller. Can I repeating that? Sorry. No, sure. I, I mean, Mr. Miller is not being treated any different and was not treated any different than anybody else. Um, no, no better, no worse. Uh, Cranston Police Department sees everything right down the line. Yep. Um, we're the fairest department in the state of Rhode Island. Yes. Uh, I took a hard look at all the facts on this case i did a thorough review of the reports the video uh, and the totality of the circumstances they nailed and mr them. miller was treated hey, again, miller. no different there's no politics there's no favoritism um any other 69 year old individual charged with uh, a misdemeanor would in 99.9 percent .9 of the cases be treated the exact same and will be treated the exact same by by cranston police and i can tell you that it always allows for a fine. It's almost never, uh, Steph, it's almost never given in a first-time offender case because under the laws of the state of Rhode Island, a fine is a conviction, okay? And most people are given that one bite of the apple. So that's what a filing does. It allows uh, an individual such as Mr. Miller to live a year, hey, keep the peace, be a good behavior. That's the standard of proof in, uh, in the court system. And uh, if he does that, it'll be expunged from his record a year and a, and a day from today. Are you happy with the outcome? I'm happy on behalf of the city of Cranston. Yes, I am. Officer Diaz was the, one of the original officers who responded. Uh, that's why he's listed in the complaint on the on the obstruction. Uh, there were other officers that were spoken to uh, that were taken into consideration on that charge. Uh, every officer does not need to be included in the obstruction charge. Uh, just a basis that one police officer or many police officers were given information that it just turns out wasn't accurate. Just so we're clear, Dr. Diaz, the one in that first video pulls yes. over at Garden City? Yes, I believe so, yes. Okay. I don't have the video in front of me, but I believe what, that's it, Steph. When I just asked him, he wouldn't apologize to the Cranston police. I, I can't speak for Mr. Miller. I can tell you that on behalf of uh, the Cranston police, on behalf of the colonel, we're, we're absolutely satisfied with the outcome of this case. All right, folks, there it is. There is the city solicitor, Josh, uh, excuse me, Josh, Chris Millay. Chris Millay, the city solicitor. So Miller, hey, Miller, Senator Miller now, and also it looks like with the state Senate, all is forgiven. And he's not up for re-election again until uh, next, next, if he had a primary, be next September. His next election will be next November. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. 
can always listen online at the website dipetro.com. As if television wasn't bad enough. I don't know about you, uh, but more and more people just feel there's nothing to watch on television. A lot of the sitcoms, a lot of just the formula of traditional network television is very stale. I couldn't even tell you. I mean, I was someone who was a huge TV watcher. I couldn't even tell you what is the the lineup these days or nights, I should say, on all of the networks. Um, I think like a lot of people, you, you can recite what did CBS have on Saturday nights back in the 70s, starting with All in the Family. You could, you know, go to Tuesday nights, Happy Days, Laverne, uh, Laverne and Shirley. But can does anyone even know what's on television anymore? And it's about to get actually worse, I think. This could completely cripple the industry. And we're talking about, they're calling it the summer of strikes right now. So let's pick up the story with uh, Good Morning America. Hollywood is shut down. Writers and actors are walking the picket lines right now. And other potential strikes are looming. Kana Whitworth is striking all from Los Angeles. Good morning, Kana. Yeah, George, good morning. This is certainly a consequential summer for organized labor unions across this country. But here in Los Angeles, this is actually the first time since the 60s that both actors and writers will be joining that picket line together. Now, the biggest issues here outside of the earnings are concerns over streaming residuals and the impact of AI technology. Two things the studios say they addressed in their recent offer of what they called historic pay and the highest residuals in 35 years. Actors joining writers who've been on strike since May, George Clooney calling this an inflection point in the industry, and Fran Drescher, who is also president of SAG-AFTRA, says what's happening to us is what's happening across all fields of labor, George. And Kenneth, two other big strikes looming. Certainly, George. So we're looking first at UPS here. Uh, there is one of two possible strikes happening this summer. UPS workers could be striking as early as August 1st. And what some analysts say could be the costliest work stoppage in U.S. history, hitting the U.S. economy for over $7 billion. Negotiations are also underway with the United Auto Workers Union as they attempt to secure their futures in a dramatically changing industry. They don't want to be left behind as automakers make the shift to EV and those contracts Contracts are set to expire in early September. And, George, certainly all of these strikes have long-lasting ripple effects. Lawmakers are taking note. Democratic Congressman Adam Schiff says he will be here in L.A. on the picket lines later today, George. They are consequential. Okay, Kenneth, thanks you know, for And the UPS thing, folks, that really sets things off. <clears throat> but as far as Hollywood, uh, Barry Diller, longtime Hollywood executive, he was he's saying that this, this strike... This Hollywood situation, this this could break the industry uh, in many ways. There's just there's no way now. What you know, there's problems with the formula as it is, just as traditional television. But he is saying that you know this is so serious that he thinks it, it could even go into you know this could go for quite a long time. I want to play. Um, he was on Face the Nation and. Um, just talked about that, that you know this thing isn't going to be settled and it could forever change entertainment say and i guess crafting some guidelines <clears throat> on this i know ai impacts the publishing industry because you have said um that published content should be and somehow compensated for if it's plugged into ai to program it are you going to seek to sue yeah, actually, we are. A group of us, I think, are. What? And it's not that the, the, the group of us are. I, it's not that either Google or Microsoft are the two real leaders of this in terms of uh, certainly Google with having a monopoly on advertising. They, too, want to find a solution for publishers. The problem is they also say that the fair use doctrine of the copyright law allows them to suck up all this stuff. We in the publishing side do not agree with that. Mm -hmm. It is it, it will be long term catastrophic if there is not a business model that allows people professionally to produce content. That would be, I think, everybody agrees to catastrophe. The only way to get there is either legislation or litigation. I think litigation is not going to end up in some courtroom, but I think litigation will hopefully lead to sensible legislation here what has to happen is copyright has to be unless you protect copyright 
all is lost. Mm -hmm. So are you thinking of what, like the AP just came to an agreement with ChatGPT where um, they have to license AP's archives of news stories in order to plug them into their model? Is that the future yeah. for yeah. all publishers? It's probably not. Yes, but that's probably meaningless. I mean, that is not going to solve anything. And of course, it's uh, I understand AP and Chat G look Chat GPI. What the GPT? What do they want? They want to continue to suck all this stuff up. They want to, of course, say we're open to uh, to commercial agreements. But on the side of those people who are dependent upon advertising, Google, for instance, they say, "Yes, we'll give you a revenue share." Right now, the revenue share is zero. So what percent of zero would you like today? I mean, that's rational, but it's not to the point. The only way you get to the point is protect fair use. In other words, protect the copyright. Mm -hmm. Are you going to, to launch litigation soon? And who's this group you referenced you're with? Well, it's not fair for me to actually speci specify the group other than, other than it's the leading, it's leading publishers. Okay. And, and yes, we have to, it's, it, it, it's not antagonistic. It's to stake a, a, a firm place in the ground to say that you cannot ingest our material yeah. without figuring out a business model for the future. I'll just give you one quick yeah. reference point. 20 years ago when the internet began, the internet was deemed free. Right. And so well, everybody, all publishers said, okay, mm -hmm. let's put it all up for free. Everything's great. Take it. Okay. It almost I've killed got a the publisher, here. right? It took, it took 15 years to get back uh, paywalls that protected publishers. Yeah, I don't think that same thing is going to happen. Well, the, the He's, um, again, really well known in Hollywood, but I, I want to just, um, he, he goes on to mention that like I said, that this thing could go on for a really long time. And it is interesting. He has a good handle on how people feel about Hollywood. The only other thing I would do, I would call for a September 1st deadline. Yeah. You know, there's a strike deadline. I think there should be a settlement deadline. Because unless it happens by September 1st, the actions, and you know, of course, who cares about Hollywood? Who cares about it? But the truth is, this is a huge business, both domestically exactly. and for world, for world export. And if it if it, these conditions, yeah. like don't sound like uh, crying to the skies, but these conditions will potentially produce a, a, an absolute collapse of an entire industry. The only other I mean, thing that I is do, um, I would call that I, I know people can shrug that off, but I think he's actually right, folks. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. This portion of our program is brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln, right off of 146. Delicious food and drink, always a nice crowd. You can either eat in the lounge area, there's normally a game on and a nice group of people there, or you could sit out in the dining room. Don't forget the nice weather, they have the deck open. The Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln, delicious food and drinks awaiting for you. I'll see you at the Lodge. Remember to follow the John DePietro Show on YouTube. It's John DePietro Show on YouTube. Subscribe, which means you get notified whenever we post new videos. You find original content, video you can't find anywhere else. Subscribe today. It's free. It's the YouTube channel of the John DePietro Show.